Raphael Narbaez was a former pastor and the Jehovah's Witnesses. He was born in the vibrant city of Lubbock, Texas. His dad is American, while his mom hails from a charming little village called Horquera in the old province of Albacete, located in south-central Spain. Growing up, Raphael attended Lubbock Christian College and Texas Tech University, where he pursued his passion for music and drama. However, his true calling came from his strong Christian upbringing and his desire to live a life that pleases God. At the young age of 20, Raphael became a minister for a small community in West Texas. In an unexpected twist, Raphael converted to Islam in November 1991. Talking about his journey toward Islam, Raphael recalled a conversation he had with Jehovah's Witnesses in his parents' living room. They were discussing Armageddon and the end times, describing the destruction and the chaos that would ensue. Feeling terrified, Raphael's mother warned him that he would suffer a dreadful fate if he didn't get baptized and do God's will. Driven by fear, Raphael decided to get baptized at the age of 13. He became a devoted Jehovah's Witness, actively participating in preaching and giving talks in the congregation. He eventually became a pioneer minister, dedicating a significant amount of time to door-to-door -door preaching and meeting specific quotas set by the Jehovah's Witnesses organization. However, as Raphael grew older, he started questioning certain aspects of the Jehovah's Witnesses' beliefs and practices. He found the quota system and the organization's control over its members' lives to be burdensome and arbitrary. He also noticed a sense of tunnel vision among Jehovah's Witnesses, who believed they were the only ones who would be saved, dismissing other religions as false. Well, then what happened is I could no longer go to any other religion. Because as a Jehovah's Witness, I was taught that all religions were bad, except Jehovah's Witness. Only Jehovah's Witness gained the approval of God. Everybody else is wrong. So you see, with a clear conscience, I could not go to other religions. And then as a Jehovah's Witness, I no longer believed in their teachings. So I was like a man without a religion. Raphael also became critical of the confession process within the Jehovah's Witnesses where sins were confessed to a body of elders who determined the severity of the sin and its consequences. He questioned why sins couldn't be directly confessed to God for forgiveness. Moreover, Raphael observed that Jehovah's Witnesses relied heavily on the publications and interpretations provided by the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, believing that only their group of men possessed the correct understanding of the Bible. This led him to advocate for individuals to read and interpret the Bible for themselves rather than relying solely on external publications. Gradually, Raphael's disillusionment with the Jehovah's Witnesses grew, and in 1979, he left the organization. Realizing that he had placed his faith in a man-made organization, rather than in God himself. However, he couldn't turn to other religions due to his training as a Jehovah's Witness. 
which taught him to criticize and reject all other faiths. In 1985, Raphael decided to pursue a career in comedy and acting, hoping to find his purpose and make his mark in the entertainment industry. However, he still felt lost and continued searching for answers. He briefly explored Catholicism, but found the rituals and repetitive nature of the services unfulfilling. While working on a construction project, Raphael. Encountered a Muslim woman who revealed that she practiced Islam, and explained some aspects of her faith to him. Intrigued, Raphael began researching Islam and obtained a copy of the Quran. As he read through it, he was surprised to find similarities between the stories and figures mentioned in the Quran and those in the Bible. Five years ago, I had the privilege and the honor of meeting a Muslim person. And I noticed that person because of the personality, always happy, always bubbly, always friendly. This attracted me to that person. So we started talking. The person told me uh, that it was Muslim. She was Muslim. It was a lady. She was Muslim, and everything, and all of that. Really, I've heard of Muslim. I've heard of them. You have the religion Islam, huh? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I have no intentions of becoming Muslim. And I said, I'm going to learn how to be a Christian, a good Christian, not Jehovah's Witness way, but how God wants me to be a Christian. So I began to study the Bible very, very uh, closely at night and, and many hours and in prayer. I read all of the New Testament. I thought I had it all lined up. Then I started on the Old Testament, Genesis, Deuteronomy, Exodus. When I got to the prophets, something happened. When I got to reading in the Bible about the prophets, all of a sudden, I wanted to rest my eyes, and I started thinking about that person that told me about Islam, about being a Muslim, about a Quran, about Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Driven by curiosity, Raphael attended the Islamic Center of Southern California and experienced his first encounter with Muslims in a mosque. Initially apprehensive, he was welcomed. By the community, and felt a sense of intellectual and spiritual connection with Islam. Raphael's journey continued as he explored Islam further, delving into the Quran and engaging with the Muslim community. He felt that Islam made sense to him intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, and he began to embrace the faith, leaving behind his previous religious affiliations. So I'll look at this, this Quran. And I'll see what it is. I started reading the Quran. I read it completely all the way through the first time. It was unbelievable. Everything started to fall in place. Everything made sense. I took the Quran, and now I could say to my Bible, "I know now. It all works together. Now I understand." Because of the Quran, I was able to understand my Bible. And I say, "Oh, this is great. God is making me a good Christian. He's going to teach me through the Quran." Well, as I kept reading and kept reading, I kept. Reading the Quran more because it made more sense. It was easier. It was simpler. It appealed more to my heart. Inspired by his newfound faith, he founded the American Ansar Foundation, an organization dedicated to helping Muslims integrate into American society and lead fulfilling lives. He also took on various roles, such as being the director of Americans for Worldwide Justice. A grassroots organization and serving as the executive manager 
of the Muslim Speakers Bureau of North America. Raphael's passion for spreading knowledge about Islam led him to travel extensively throughout the United States and Canada. He captivates audiences with his unique perspective as an American Muslim activist. His insightful views and personal experiences have even been featured in Stephen Barboza's book, Jihad in America, Islam after Malcolm X, which explores the stories of notable Muslims in the United States. Raphael's contributions extend beyond written works. He has appeared in numerous educational videos produced by Sound Vision, an esteemed organization specializing in audio and video materials for children. One of their most sought-after videos, Choosing Islam, showcases Raphael's journey and ranks among their top three most requested resources. Dedicating to fostering a better understanding of Islam and Muslims in America, Raphael has held various positions including Development Officer for the Michigan Education Council and Business Administrator for the Islamic House of Wisdom, a prominent mosque in southeast Michigan. He also served as a Program Manager for Access, the largest and leading Arab human services organization in the country. One time, after his lecture, Raphael found himself in a very strange situation. An individual approached him to discuss various schools of thought within Islam. Raphael, being honest and straightforward, responded by admitting that he didn't possess extensive knowledge about Islam apart from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. This simple response seemed to surprise some of the people present who expressed sympathy by saying, Poor brother doesn't know much. He only knows the Qur'an. Raphael didn't perceive his lack of knowledge about various schools of thought as a shortcoming, but rather as a divine arrangement, allowing him to focus on the most essential aspect of Islam, the teachings of the Qur'an and Sunnah. His reliance on Allah's wisdom and guidance straightened his faith, knowing that he possessed the necessary tools to navigate through life and remain steadfast in his belief. Throughout his life, Raphael strived his best to bring people closer together by promoting tolerance, knowledge, and appreciation for Islam and its followers in the United States. MashaAllah.